You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, Episode 16. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. How's your week been? This week for my family has been difficult. We've struggled with the sudden and extremely untimely death of my 42-year-old nephew who died after being diagnosed with a rare aggressive cancer. Just two months ago, he was diagnosed. And everyone is is still reeling at the the, uh, nature of the disease and the suddenness of his death. One of the things that that's occurred, and I think often occurs following the the death of a loved one, is that you begin to hear stories. And my sister called me uh, and was sharing with me how many of Will's friends and coworkers, people from the military, have been reaching out to her and sharing stories about Will's kind and generous heart, about the impact that he had on each one of them, about how he's touched different people's lives. And those stories are healing. They're like a balm to my sister's heartbreak. They help his brothers begin to heal, even though there's so much grief still going on. And as I read stories that have been posted on Facebook about the impact that he's had on people's lives, I realize that not only is it healing to read those stories, but I'm very certain that it is healing for those people to share the stories about their interactions and and their relationships with Will as well. And I'm very certain that when I travel to Chicago for the celebration of his life at the end of this week, there's going to be a sharing of many stories. And those stories are going to help us share our tears and our laughter and our joy and our sorrow in time of honoring his his life. So the power of story is immense. Story is what people connect to. It's what we remember. And when each of us can find pieces of story that transform our lives, that transcend pain, that are empowering, we help others heal. We connect to our inner strengths. And we can use story to learn and grow. As coaches, we're drawn to people to help others bridge their gaps, to meet their goals. Yet sometimes we struggle with how we express that. How do we communicate what we do in a way that attracts our target market, that engages people 
that they say, wow, that person really understands me. They understand my challenge or my struggle or my difficulty or those goals that I've set that I'm intentional to to meet. This person really gets it and their story helps me understand that they really get it. I want to work with that person. And that is something that we're going to be focusing on in today's show. Because understanding and implementing the power of storytelling is what Lisa Bloom does. Lisa is the founder of Story Coach, and she works with organizations developing transformational story leaders, creative yet resilient cultures, and she leads powerful change processes with the power of storytelling. She also works with entrepreneurs and business owners to help them find and build their confidence through their story that attracts ideal clients. And that's what she's here to talk to us about today. Lisa is a professional storyteller. She's an accredited coach, an author, a mentor, and a leadership expert. She has coach training programs that are accredited through the International Coach Federation. And she's used storytelling to create a niche, to create a, a philosophy of coaching that she's come onto the show to share with us today what that looks like and how tapping into your success story can help you connect to your clients and strengthen your delivery as a coach. So let's listen to our interview with Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach. Well, good afternoon, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining the show. It's a pleasure. We, we are far away. It's, it's morning here in Texas. It's afternoon for you there in Israel. And mm-hmm. I know that you have kids at home. So thank you for taking the time to, to visit with us today and telling us a little bit about Story Coach. What was it that drew you into coaching initially? So I have to say I was actually reluctantly drawn into coaching because I, I came from a background of learning and development. I worked in corporate for many, many years. And when I actually I had my, my first couple of kids, my first few kids, and um, my kids were young and I didn't really want to keep with the corporate lifestyle. So I was looking for something to do. I'd also just moved countries um, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And my, a couple of people said to me, a friend of mine, you know, she said, Lisa, you've been coaching me for years. Why don't you look into coaching? And my, my initial response was, you know, I want a serious profession. I'm not going to go into coaching. Everybody's a coach. Um, and I, I was just like, you know, this isn't serious. But uh, several people said it. And you know, what, you know what it's like when somebody says something, you hear it several times, you kind of think, oh, I'm going to check into that. And I remember at the time looking into coaching and looking into coach training and thinking it wasn't that I didn't know coaching because I'd come across it through corporate. I'd even taught, you know, I'd even done some training around how to give coaching skills to managers. Um, but I wasn't convinced that it was a fully fledged profession, you know, something you could do separately. Um, and 
I became very curious and I began to read about it. And then I thought, well, you know what? I should study this and just really get to the bottom of it. And what I discovered as I studied and as I read and as I began to experience coaching was, of course, that it's, you know, it's definitely a, a profession and it's an amazing profession. And I kind of fell in love with it. And I fell in love with the energy of the people who coach, that so many people who coach are just really focused and intentional around you know, really bringing the best out of people and making the best out of situations. And I just love, you know, I, I think I'm a natural half full glass person. So I just love being around that type of energy. Um, and then when I discovered storytelling and this whole concept of story coaching, then it was just, that was it. That was it. I was, I was in it. Yeah. So when we talk about the concept of story coaching and, and what the storytelling does for your coaching, tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. So, well, initially I discovered it because I, as I mentioned, I just moved countries. I had little kids and I was establishing myself and I, not professionally, just personally, just setting up home and trying to figure out how to do things in a new country, you know, and I made some friends through one of the, kids kindergartens and this girl said to me you know why don't you come there's a a storytelling program being taught in the next town why don't you come with me I'm going to do this course and as soon as I heard it I thought oh that sounds amazing um but immediately I thought of all the reasons why I couldn't do it you know my kids were young they were very sick they were sick a lot my partner was was traveling a lot and it just seemed impossible so this friend of mine said well look why don't you come to a performance So I went to this performance and I walked into this room and there were two storytellers up on a stage. And as soon as they opened their mouths and began to tell stories, it was like the walls shook for me. It was like, oh my God, this is what I've been doing my whole life. I just didn't know it was called storytelling and you could learn it, you know? Um, And I just fell in love with it and and I immediately signed up to the course. Like I literally said to her, take my money now. I'm starting now. Um, And began to study to be a professional storyteller and study storytelling. But what I noticed was this is around the time that I began my coach training as well. And I'd come from corporate and I began to recognize, okay, so I've been coaching in corporate. I've also been telling stories as a trainer. I I had discovered years before that the more I brought in stories, the more engaged my audiences were, the more people interacted, the more they communicated, and the more they retained the information, the more, you know, the better learning experience it was. So I, I had this background. Suddenly I was learning both of them. And I started to see all these kind of um, places where they could be integrated, all these places where when I was telling stories, I was actually creating this amazing environment that was very similar to the coach environment, a very safe space for exploration, a safe space for transformation. I realized that as we try to guide people to transform and to get beyond their blocks and you know, face their challenges and, and, and meet their goals in coaching, that's what the hero does in story. The hero goes to this transformative uh, experience that completely changes his life and completely gets him from one place to another that he couldn't even possibly imagine before. I started to see all these similarities. And I remember um, the day it kind of fell into place. I remember kind of running home from one of these sessions. I can't remember if it was the coach training or the storytelling, running home, opening up my computer, going into Google and typing in story coach and almost nothing came up. And my heart started to pound. I can imagine. My heart started to pound and I started to buy domains. And I just started having all these ideas of how I could create a methodology for coaching through story that would really bring out the coaching core competencies 
but do it in a way that, that, that's so resonant for people because we all love stories and we all remember stories and stories really affect us and run so deep with us that when you use story as a way to help people really um, move into the space that they haven't yet explored and to see possibility, then it's an invitation that people can't resist because they're just drawn in by the story. It's very compelling. So that's kind of where it started. And it started out, story coaching began as coach training, which I still, I still run coach training for either new coaches or even very experienced coaches who want to look at coaching from this perspective that is not only is it compelling and resonant for people, it's, it's really creative. It gives the opportunity for people to bring their, 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 you know, their whole lives into this space and to really explore how to uh, support people through story. So that's kind of where it started. And then pretty soon after that, I discovered that coaches or people wanting to shift into coaching are notoriously bad at talking about what they do and at, at articulating what they do in order to get clients. And that, you know, many, many coach training schools um, train people to to understand the core competencies and to become a great coach. And then the coaches leave their training all bright eyed and, you know, excited about coaching and loving it. And usually with great skills. And then they kind of like open their doors and, you know, abracadabra, nothing happens. No clients. Who do I work with? Who do I even want to work with? What's my niche? Who, who are the people that I'm most drawn to support? And, you know, all the business piece, piece is just not there. And so I realized that when you have a compelling story about your business, when you can articulate what you do, when you can talk about coaching, which doesn't, in a way that doesn't focus on the process, but focus on the transformation that people can get through coaching, then you start attracting clients. And then you stop, you know, constantly chasing people, but actually begin to have people find you. And we started this conversation before you pressed record and you said that you'd heard about me, you know, you'd heard about my work. And it's because... Um, what I do is compelling and the way I talk about it, people are like, oh, you know, they remember because yes. we always remember stories. We always remember, you know, you can go to a lecture and you'll hear tons and tons of stuff and you'll walk away and the only thing you remember is the story that the guy told in the first 10 minutes. So when I'm telling stories in what I do, people remember that. So they remember story coaching. Makes perfect sense. And very clearly twofold what you and the one hand, right. the value that you bring as a coach and helping your clients create their story and and learn and grow and transform. Actually, when you were talking about the hero in the story, I actually got goosebumps thinking about um, our clients kind of becoming the heroes in their lives. And, and, and so of course, my mind was like, oh, I have to ask Lisa more about that. But we had kind of talked about the other fold of that, which was um, creating your story, your, your brand through story uh, as a coach. And, and so I'll be true to kind of staying in, in that uh, avenue right now. So when you, when you work with coaches or, or just um, continue that theme of, we all have a story within us, and, and part of that taps into our passion of, of what brought us into to coaching. How do you help coaches get clear about what their story is and how they put that forward? Okay, great question, um, and complex question in a way, because there's a lot to share. So let me see if I can make it as, as um, accessible as possible. Um, I believe we all have many, many stories. In fact, I think we experience story all the time. You know, we, we have an experience and then we go tell someone and it becomes a story. 
And so we tell these stories and these stories create our reality. Okay, and so these stories are the way we live our lives, it's the way we define our experiences, it's what we remember from the past, it's the story. What actually happened in the past is, is often quite different, but we have a story and that's the story we tell. That actually relates to the coaching piece because when you examine the stories, you can shift the reality. But let's put that aside for the moment. What happens is that we have many stories in our repertoire, in our lives, in our experience, and typically a lot of people feel like, well, who wants to hear my story or my story is not that interesting or, you know, we're taught in coach school that it's all about the client. So how can I start telling stories? So first you do need to differentiate between telling stories as a way to figure out what does it all mean, the experience, which is what we do all the time, by the way. So you have an experience, you go tell your sister, you tell your mother, you tell your friend. And while you're telling it, you're kind of figuring out what it all means. You get some reaction. And then that turns into this story of the experience. And we need to differentiate that, which is this basic human process that we all do, and it creates our reality. And between intentionally finding the stories that will serve the audience, serve the client, so that it gives them confidence and gives you credibility so that they feel like, yes, this is someone I need to hire, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, one of the things I often tell, this is an example, um, lots of, uh, I've been to lots and lots of conferences and trainings and so on. And usually what happens is I meet these amazing people and I can tell within the first few minutes, this person's a great coach, very insightful, got lots of skills, lots of training, lots of experience. And when I ask them, you know, so what do you do? They're kind of like using these words that are really kind of the buzzwords. Oh, well, you know, I help people transform their lives. You know, it's like everybody's saying it, everybody's saying the same thing. And so the big question is, how do you differentiate? How do you sound different to the next person? And how do you actually articulate effectively so that it's resonant for the client? You know, it's resonant for the potential client, so they're actually going to want to hire you. And what it gets down to is that, You've had a very special array of experiences professionally and personally that make you who you are. And those experiences um, have you show up in the world in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And the way you show up in the world is what I call the core story, the story of you. And to explore the story of you is to look at what, what, how are you showing up? So for example, you might be a person who is a real risk taker. So you've been in situations where you've taken massive, massive risks and, you know, you could say, oh, well, that's just, that's a negative thing. It's not a good thing. Or you could say, well, that means I'm very courageous. So courage is one of your, the themes of your core story, for example. Okay. So the idea is that you look at, well, what are the experiences and what way do I show up? You know, I, I'm a person who shows up in experiences with a lot of curiosity I'm a very curious person. I'm very curious around human experience. So ever since I was a little girl, I can remember saying to my mother, so what was it like you know, living in Northern Ireland when you were a child? What was it like when your father um, you know, did this or moved there? Or um, why, why, did, why did your grandmother move to such and such a place? And why did your grandmother and, or why did your father um, and your aunts who were twins get separated at such a young age and you know I was just always curious I would say to my grandmother you know when you were 19 and you used to play tennis what you know what was it like when the boys wanted to play with you like what did your parents say you know I was just always really really curious mm -hmm. um, and so I was looking for stories all the time 
And I noticed that that was the way I kind of understood the world. And so it makes a lot of sense that that alongside always wanting to find my voice meant that I was going to end up training to be a storyteller. And that's part of my story. So it's looking at what in your experience, making a choice about honing in on a single moment of experience and saying, this is a great example of why I am who I am and I can serve you best. So it's not about showing me as being a big, you know, it's not about ego. It's about service. It's about saying, you know, um, I've been really fortunate to have this unusual mix of um, kind of background and characteristics that uh, make me be in this space as, uh, as the perfect place for me to be. And it's the same for everybody else. So, you know, I could, it's like you discover this golden thread when you look back at your life and you see that everything connects and it all makes sense when you understand your core story. When you go from curiosity when I was a child growing up in Ireland to um, the types of experiences I chose and the types of way that I, I talked about the experience, it just, I was a storyteller. I was always a storyteller. So when I became an actual storyteller, it was like, ah, okay, yeah, this is who I am. It's not like I have to become something else. It's, this is who I am. Most coaches feel that way. Most coaches have had a lifetime of experience mm -hmm. and they've come to a certain point where they realized, you know, being the financial director of the company was fulfilling in some ways. But what always fascinated me was how people would react to my decisions. And it's the people, you know, for example, or I had a, a wonderful um, interaction with a coach who had had this massive career crisis where she had really, she'd become ill because she, you know, she was extremely successful. She'd become quite ill. She was chronically ill. And her company hired a coach for her to help her navigate coming back to work after months and months and months of being chronically ill. And during that experience of coaching, she suddenly realized, I'm actually in the wrong profession. You know, I've been following other people's expectations in order to get to where I am professionally, but I don't want to be in this role. I don't want to be in this corporate environment. I want to be working with people. I want to be helping people discover who they are because I've just found out who I am. And suddenly she became a coach. So that's, her, that's a very powerful story to tell people. Mm -hmm. So I hope you're getting... No, that does make sense. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you're able to maybe share an example of, of somebody you've worked with or some, or maybe even yourself on how you would go from that insight and that discovery of your story to what you would actually tell someone as you're attracting them to you. So I, I was working with a client who had come out of a 25, 30 year career. Mm -hmm. She'd been in an organization where she had begun I think she came in as an administrative assistant and she ended up on the board. Like she'd done extraordinarily well and extraordinarily well for a woman in an, in an organization that was very kind of male heavy authoritarian. And she just had this really stellar career. But at, after 25 to 30 years, I and mean, she was a woman who was now in her late fifties, early sixties, she was actually made redundant. The, the company was downscaling and they, um, I guess, I don't, I don't know what the reasoning was. And it was a huge shock to her system. Mm -hmm. um, and during the time, you know, they gave her a lot of preparation um, and a lot of guidance around what she was going to do with her life and career afterwards. During that time, she had taken courses. She'd done some coaching. She'd done some career coaching. And she realized that she really loved working with people. And she wanted to work in facilitation and coaching. So kind of train, coach train, like 
training from a coach perspective okay. and working with individuals in a coaching capacity. Um, but when she came to me, she felt like, well, I don't have a story because I've only been a coach for six months and I don't have any experience. And what we did was we explored all of these amazing capabilities that she developed through the years and how they were actually the exact same as the one she was using as a coach. Mm -hmm. In the past, she used them as an executive. Now she's using them as a coach, but they were the same core capabilities that she had developed through the years. So, for example, her ability to really understand political situations and understand the players and understand um, people's agendas and to be able to cut through all that noise and deal with people's true desires. So this is something she'd been doing as an executive for years and she'd been phenomenally successful. They were the exact same skills that she could bring into coaching and speak about and feel like, yes, this is totally credible. I mean, I've had 25 years doing this. I'm just now doing it in a different capacity because I'm not now the executive in this organization. I'm the consultant coach that's being brought in to create some kind of organizational intervention that's going to make people um, work more effectively. So it was like helping her find the language and recognize the value and the credibility of all her wealth of experience and bring it into that space. So once we understood that, she had the opportunity to look at all those years of experience and point out single moments of, you know, I was in a meeting with this one and this one and this one and this happened and then that happened. And what I was able to do was this and that. And so basically what I'm saying is that story only ever happens in a single moment. Right. So when you want to use story, you don't talk in an abstract way. You talk specifically about, you know, it was a Tuesday afternoon. We'd just come back from a team building meeting. Everybody was exhausted and there was an, a massive crisis in production. And here's what we did. And so you're specific and then the story becomes really compelling. The more specific the story is, the more compelling it is. And what you need to do is match that with the message you're trying to give this potential client or this particular audience. Excellent. And, and in that, as you explored her history and the skills that she was already using, um, what sounded very much a part of that for her was that her confidence built in, oh my gosh, I'm, maybe I'm a coach for only six months, but I have this wealth of yeah. experience that is, is giving me, it's not that I'm brand new, just born. Well, exactly. I'm a coach for six months, but I've been a person for 55 years yeah. and I've been you know, a successful professional for 35 of them. And you know, I've had a wealth of experience throughout my life, professional and personal. And it's all relevant because as we all know, when you're coaching somebody, even if you're an executive coach or you're a transition coach or you're a health coach, you're always going to deal with the whole person. So why can't we come to this as a whole person? I, I think we have to. So my experience as the youngest sibling of a family of four children where everybody had very strong opinions. Um, so I was always trying to prove my point. I was always trying to argue. I was always trying to feel significant and important enough to, for people to listen to me. I'm sure that played into the fact that now I you know, stand on stages across the world and help people articulate and, and you know, find their voice. I'm sure that's a part of it. So that personal experience or other experiences I've had throughout my life, you know, our personal lives are so interweaved into what we do professionally, whether we like it or not. And one thing will always affect the other. So I think from a story perspective, it just makes it more rich and people crave that connection. They want to know about you. They want to know the details. They want to know what motivates you and what lights you up. So um, when we can share that and open up 
and be a little bit vulnerable, we discover that we're actually so much more alike than we are different and we can connect on that basis. That's when people feel like, yeah, I could hire her. You know, I could hire her because she gets me. She understands she's been there. That whole authentic, um, transparent aspect. And actually, my background, coming from a psychotherapy background for 25 years before the 10 years of coaching that I've done, uh, one of the things that you said that really resonated with me was whether we like it or not, it's going to be a part of it. So isn't it more powerful to know what it is, to kind of go in their inventory, be aware of it, and then use it to our advantage versus allowing things to almost sabotage or undermine us when we're not aware of them or we're trying to work against them? Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the things that I love to do for myself and for my clients is to look at, you know, some of the most interesting and compelling stories are the ones that have us deal with challenge and difficulties. And um, they're most compelling because people recognize and, you know, recognize the challenge, recognize the fear. And so if you're willing to open it up and admit, you know, I was in a state of fear and this is what happened, then a person is going to recognize that and feel like, yes, I've been there. And wow, if she's willing to admit this, then maybe she's able to support me and help me too. And if she's able to transform out of this, then maybe I can too. And so that's very, very powerful. So I love um, challenging people to find um, the difficult story and learn how to tell it in an empowered way. Now, that doesn't mean you, you know, put a shiny pink hue on everything and happily ever after and forget, you know, and pretend it didn't hurt. It's about looking at the difficult challenges that we faced and still being able to tell it in a way that feels empowered. So it's, it's actually the, the journey to be able to tell a story like that is a coaching experience itself because it's asking you to transform from the victim mode into something so much more powerful. When you can live your life that way, it's amazing. So every challenge, I mean, there are times when I've had these experiences and I thought, you know, I know I'm going to look back at this and say that this was really, really important and a great learning, but right now it really sucks. Yeah. Right now it really hurts. hurts. It's really difficult. I really wish I didn't have to go through this, but even knowing that those challenges are going to be really something at the other side and then being able to sit with the stuff that we carry for all those years and again, this isn't therapy, so it's not about going back and resolving childhood right. issues. It's about being able to tell a story that empowers you. So whatever that thing is, the, you know, the elephant in the room that we don't want to talk about, we don't want to talk about it because when we talk about it, it, it brings us back into the pain. But when you can talk about it in a way that transforms the pain and makes you feel empowered, then nothing is an elephant anymore. You can, just take, you can talk about anything. So, you know, for years, I couldn't talk about, I lost my father. It's almost exactly 20 years ago. Very suddenly, he was very young. Really painful experience. And for years, I, I told myself the most terrible stories, you know, about how much he'd suffered and how he was alone and how much he would miss and how much he has missed. And, you know, I told these stories that kept me in grief and kept me in suffering the minute I started to tell stories about him and his life and his little quirky characteristics and the things that drove me crazy and the things that I loved, it's like I could, um, I could experience him again. And the grief shifted completely. And it was all about the way I could tell the story. So that years later, people, a friend of mine, I remember said to me, you know, if I didn't know your father had passed away, I would assume he lives around the corner. You talk about him all the time. And I talk about him 
and it's fun for me to talk about it now, there isn't that, you know, crippling, crippling pain that I had. Now, I know that grief, you know, there's stages of grief and so on, but the point that I'm making here is that this is true for every story that we would tell that makes us, that, that keeps us in pain. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever the experience is, the minute the story shifts, then we become empowered and we're able to talk about anything and we're able to learn from stuff and we're able to inspire others. And that's, that's really what it's about. And that's powerful stuff. So when we think about that powerful stuff, how do you, how do you teach people this? How, what, tell us a little bit about your training. So, um, Again, I have two different sides. One is coach training and basically the story coach, certified story coach program, which is accredited by the ICF. I teach that. Um, It's all online. All of these trainings are online and people from all over the world participate, which is really fun. So you get lots of different languages and cultures and experiences. Um, And what I do is we explore the core competencies and how they relate to story and we analyze stories and we find great stories. I love using fairy tales because of my background as a professional storyteller. I love using these tales because there's so much wisdom to be gotten from these tales. So we find stories, we analyze stories, we, we, we practice coaching through the story perspective. That's on the, on the story coach side. On the business side, I have various programs. One of them is Stories That Sell. And that's a program that teaches people how to really transform their experience into compelling story in a step-by-step framework, you know, starting with understanding um, what is that experience and what does it mean and how do you then craft the story? You know, first you discover what the story is, what it means, and look at the real details, like look at this single moment that the story took place in. So you identify where are these experiences that are story-worthy I would say. And then you take that story worthy moment and you craft it by understanding all the different elements of story. You craft it so that it is really inspiring for others. And so you're not, you know, pretending, you're not making anything up. You're coming yeah. from a true experience, but you're turning it into a story with, through, you know, story structure and the various elements of story. And then of course you learn how to tell it, whether it's online or whether it's live, whether it's in you know, networking or interactive or whether it's to do your about page on your website. So um, I think the story piece is central to any business, whether it's coaches or any type of entrepreneur. And so I teach lots of people how to do this, including some corporate clients that I know work with as well, how to take experience and turn it into compelling stories so people can really get excited about what you do and share their passion. Yeah, Yeah, they're drawn, they're attracted, you're actually magnetizing people. You know, it's like I, I understood that that experience, when I would get on a stage and I would tell a good story, and you could hear a pin drop and people are just like leaning forward with their eyes wide and their mouth a little open and they're you know, waiting to hear the next word. I thought if I could do that in business, then, you know, it'll, that's, that's really what it's about. So that's what I help people do is get to the point where they can tell a story that's so attractive and so interesting that people just want to hire them. What good stuff. Thank you, Lisa, for taking time and sharing your remarkable journey and how storytelling has helped you build a very successful business, but also just maybe even more importantly, connect with people, connect with people across the world. Um, And we will have more information about you on our website and direct people your way but thank you thank you so much for taking the time to spend um with the audience 
Yeah, it's a great pleasure. Can I finish with a tiny story? Oh, please. So I wanted to, um, uh, this resonates for people who are, might be at the beginning of the journey or even just contemplating becoming a coach. Um, and it was, it was years and years ago. I mean, long before I even knew what coaching was, I was working in this corporate environment and I had just come back from my, um, I, my second child had just been born and I'd just come back from maternity leave. And I remember going into a meeting and it was held in this oval like there was a room with an oval shaped table and people were all sitting around the table and I walked in and I put my bag on the table and I pulled out a notebook and the notebook had a, um, what are those wire spines, you know, this um, little metal Spiral. spine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I, as I pulled it out of my handbag at the very end of this spiral, there was this tiny, tiny, tiny baby sock. And when I saw it, you know, like anybody who's had kids or was a kid or knows kids, you know, it's like I saw this little baby sock and suddenly this huge smile went over my face. It kind of flushed through my body and I just felt such joy. And I lifted my head up and I looked around the room and I saw that nobody, like if anybody had noticed, they'd looked away and nobody was smiling. And in that moment, I just had this feeling like, I, you know, I immediately shoved it back in my bag and I sat down and I kind of straightened up and I got rid of the smile. And I took out my pen. I got all serious. But in that moment, I suddenly realized, you know, I can't be my full self here anymore because who I am as a mother is as important or perhaps more important than anything I'll ever do in a room like this. And who I am as a mother makes me better at what I do here. And what I do here makes me better as a mother. And there's no conflict. And if that can't be whole, for me, then I think that's where the seed was planted that I was not going to be doing this anymore. I would be doing something that would allow me to be whole. And, um, you know, it took me a while to get out of that corporate environment. It was another few years and I think another child (laughs) before I did get out. But um, that seed was planted. And one of the things that's been very important for me, and perhaps the whole reason that my brand is really about being authentic and showing up and being real, is this ability to just bring the whole self into whatever it is that you do um, and find the passion for that and, and, and allow it all to thrive. So thank you for, for inviting me. It's good to be here. <laughs> you have a great afternoon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you to Lisa, the story coach, for sharing your methodology of using story to empower and to create a way to introduce ourselves to our clients that draws them in and helps us express what it is that we do. If you'd like to know more about Lisa Bloom or The Story Coach or about our show, visit starcoachshow.com. All of Lisa's resources will be on the resource page and Be certain that you sign up for the free book giveaway on the contact page so that you're in our ongoing drawing for great books that are being given away. As the new year begins, some new groups are being started within my practice and particularly a mentor group which will help people work with other coaches, strengthen coaching skills, and meet ICF credentialing requirements. So visit the page to learn more about that as well. I hope that you have a fabulous week 
This is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. We'll see you next week.